This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. Hi, this is Shane. And this is Virginia. And this is, wait, you've never seen? A podcast dedicated to discussing well-known movies and TV shows that one of us has never seen. And today we're discussing, wait, you've never seen The Birds? I have. Oh, now I have. (laughs) So something we haven't mentioned yet is that we're halfway through our um, Halloween-themed month of podcasts it's been a very spooky month yes i feel like we didn't we didn't mention to people that but maybe they probably noticed by our spooky theme music it is very spooky thank you for making that by the way i it just sort of i just sort of appeared on my computer <laughs> that's very strange mm, maybe a very little spooky maybe a little birdie put it there oh Ooh. i love i love a dovetail <laughs> But um, um, um oh, so that was, I didn't even mean to do that. I know that was good. <laughs> so um, up front again, little any warnings, trigger warnings, or anything like that. Um, there is a little bit of gore because we see somebody with their after their eyes have been gouged out by the little by the birds. So that's a little gross. And they do talk about. I think the lawyer does some domestic violence cases, so they talk a little bit about that. But I also wanted to kind of clarify about the trigger warnings that we give up front because I think there might be a misconception that a lot of people think that, oh, there's a trigger warning, don't watch this movie. And that's not what it's about. It's about preparing people who might be upset about a particular topic to make sure they can brace themselves to be ready to see something or hear something that you know, might... blindsided. Right, Exactly. So maybe should we we should probably mention then that a woman gets catcalled by a young man. Yeah, that was a little very, gross. And she just seems like like she's just smiling like yeah, that's a thing that happens. Yeah, that fine with, yeah. Which, is, which this movie is from 1963. So I mean, in terms of catcalling, it really was a different kind of time there. Not that it's okay. I'm just saying like the prevailing idea was that people could do that and it was okay there's a lot of white people in this movie a lot of white people just Um, occurred to me a lot of white people a lot of the movies we watch are pretty much just white people that's true um so tell me i mean this uh this is the birds alfred hitchcock from 1963 what what did you expect from this movie birds birds Birds. Mm -hmm. uh and they would kill that's fair I thought that they would kill at least two people. Uh-huh. I think we only had one confirmed bird kill. No, no. Um, we had the guy with his eyes gouged out. Yeah. And then the teacher. Remember, the teacher got killed. Oh, you know, I did. I did. I have to just... I kind of fell asleep at one point. I'm so it's sorry. It's pretty long. It's, it gets boring. It's two hours, and there's not... Sorry, Hitchcock fans. Um, I mean, when, it, when the birds were attacking, it was very suspenseful. But when the and birds right weren't, and when the birds weren't attacking, mm. it 
it just wasn't as interesting. I agree. The first half of the movie is like a stalker movie. Yeah. Which is okay. Weird. Well, maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves here. We are. So, okay. Three things so, you expected. So bir- birds. Hang on. Okay. The second thing, I knew that Alfred Hitchcock always puts himself in movies. I thought it would be interesting if he, if he, if he filmed his own death scene. But he likes to just walk in and walk out. Right. We did have the cameo up front. He's walking out two schnauzers, I think, out of the pet store. Yeah, I remember he was leaving the pet store. Smartly striding out of the store. Like, yes. I was hoping to see clever cinematography that tells us visually what was happening in the story. Okay. And I suppose that that happens. So did you expect to like it or not like it? I expected three stars. Three stars. <laughs> Excuse me. I expected three stars. I, ex- yeah. I mean, I was, I, I was expecting it to be a suspenseful. I knew we wouldn't have birds running around trying to kill people in the first ten minutes. I knew that wasn't going to happen. Right. Maybe birds too. Was there a birds too? <laughs> I don't know. Birds too. They probably start. Birds too. The burdening. so what was your one sentence i'm dying to know what your one sentence tv guide summary was is it just birds period birds exclamation point it's four words okay bird birds birds run (laughs) is that really what it is look i said the right bird Um, To our audience out there, it's literally what his notes say. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I was kind of right in guessing your your TV guide. Yeah. You guessed three out of the four words of my review. So what what does IMDb say? So um, The Birds is... It's from 1963, and uh, the MPAA ratings didn't start until 1968. I looked that up before we started recording. So this is retroactively rated PG-13. PG-13 didn't come around until 1986, but... Right. Um, It's a drama horror mystery, and it says, A wealthy San Francisco socialite pursues a potential boyfriend to a small northern California town that slowly takes a turn for the bizarre when birds of all kinds suddenly begin to attack people. Potential boyfriend? Is that what you call it? Isn't that dude married, too? He wasn't married. He wasn't married. But He just had that yeah. Yeah. No, that wasn't his kid. That was his sister. Oh, see, I'm, I just... Did I not pay attention to this I movie? I'm so sorry. Well, the I age tried. the age difference doesn't... It confuses the issue, I think. Because he's, right. like, 30, and she's, like, 11. He said she was just turning 11. It was her birthday. Strange. So, I mean, obviously there can be that big of an age difference in siblings, but it's not something you commonly see, I don't think. Right. So, it can be confusing. So, how things met or didn't meet your expectations. So, you got a lot of birds. There were a lot of birds. Mm-hmm. I did not expect the... So, I, 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 didn't, I didn't mention this before, but I was sort of expecting something similar to Jaws. Like, I thought maybe the... I, I can't remember the, the writers, the screenwriters of Jaws. I thought they may have said... Because the, there's a whole bunch in the book... Jaws that they didn't put in the movie. Uh-huh. So I thought, oh, okay, did they take birds 
as a template mm-hmm. and said, okay, here's what Jaws is going to be. Mm-hmm. So I was almost expecting like, oh, we need this bird expert out here. And, uh, you know, I was, expe- <laughs> I was expecting equivalents of... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I of see what you're Chief saying. Brody and uh, Hooper and Quint. I gotcha. Yeah. Like these birds will, will <laughs> these birds will flap up to you. They don't appear to be living. <laughs> Poke out your eyes, even a doll's eye. <laughs> birds do kind of have doll's eyes. They have horrible, horrible little eyes. Yeah, they really do. They really do. <laughs> so. Yeah, that action, that um, that weird, that weird, if you want to call it like the B story, the story of that woman sort of hunting down that guy who went to the pet store in the beginning. Yeah, it's a little bizarre. That was a little bizarre. Like you just randomly meet someone in a pet store, you pretend to be a clerk at the pet store and try to sell him lovebirds when there aren't even any lovebirds in the store. And then you fall, you get his license plate and then track him down. That's just... That's a stalker. It's a stalker. I agree. So, um, what were the other two things you expected? I feel like one thing didn't meet your expectations. Well, Hitchcock, uh, well, Hitchcock didn't die in right. his cameo. The birds killing at least two people. I got that right on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the cinematography... Right, that's what it was. Yeah, there were a couple of shots that were like a bird's eye view. Right, I noticed that. Things yeah, like that. Um, I can't say that if if um, I think really great cinematography would be a li- if you turned off the sound and you weren't listening to anything anyone was saying. Does it sort of work almost as like a silent picture? I mean, I know not all cinematography needs to be like that, mm-hmm. but can you tell the story just with the pictures? I find that kind of fascinating or even tell a tell things in a in a more interesting way like from a different point of view like mm-hmm. the camera as its own character almost mm-hmm. so out now that we've seen it yes would you say you still remain at the three stars i i wasn't the i <laughs> We both, I mean, we both have had trouble sleeping, so I just want to put that caveat <laughs> out there. But we both were pretty, pretty tired. I mean, we both went and took a nap right after the movie, so I don't know. But you did have a dream about flapping, so maybe it there got was. into your subconscious. Okay, can I just be clear that I didn't have nightmares and that I can watch a, I can watch a scary movie. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I can edit this out if you want. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. As a child, my mother wouldn't let me watch scary movies. She physically... I'm not joking about this. She covered my eyes at the end of the Indiana Jones when people's faces melted or exploded. Right. When they opened the, the arc. arc. Yeah. Don't look, Marion. As soon as my mom hears, don't look, Marion, she covered my eyes. She restrained me. <laughs> because she didn't want me to have nightmares. Because, okay, as a child, I did. I did have nightmares when mm-hmm. I watched scary movies. Mm-hmm. But you've grown since then. A little bit. Literally and figuratively. But I did <laughs> I did uh, have a dream about flapping. Mm-hmm. Lots of flapping. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to say my rating may have gone down. I'm going to give it two. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think... I wouldn't watch this movie again. Yeah, I can see that. I know I'm supposed to respect Albert Hitchcock. Uh, Albert. <laughs> you don't even respect his name. I don't. <laughs> 
I don't. I, <laughs> I'd like to say I did that on purpose. Um, but yeah, I don't think it was great. So I do think it was interesting that Hitchcock used the the. See, now I have to say some good things. I said some bad things about him. Uh-huh. Now I have to say some good things. Hitchcock used the the Shakespeare uh, trope of the the quote crazy man in the wilderness who speaks truth. I think there's another way to say it. Like the crazy man who he's he shouts things, but it's always the truth. Was that the was that the guy in the in the pub or the the bar yes. or whatever? Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, the drunk guy in the bar says that the bird. The bird attack on the school was part of, uh, <clears throat> was part of the end of the world. Uh-huh. I mean, we don't know at the end of the movie if the world is ending. Right. Exactly, because there there was really it kind of ended if right. I can if we can jump all the way to the end. Uh-huh. It kind of ended in a in a pretty unsettling way, which was which was interesting. Right. Cuz you weren't given here's there's no reason the bird sort of won, I guess. Well, it was, I don't know if you noticed this in the opening credits, it was based on a story by um, Daphne du Maurier, Marier? Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Um, A horror novelette called The Birds, which was published in 1952. So if they're working off a published material, maybe maybe that's how the story ended as well. I haven't read it. not that I'm defending it or saying your opinion <laughs> no, is wrong. I'm just adding that info in there that maybe that's. No, you're fine. So some of the some of the scary, you know, the the scarier moments were better than I thought they would be. Like Lydia finding that that guy. Not only did she find the guy with the eyes poked out, but just the way they. It was very jarring and. Right. Yeah. It was very jarring the way they uh, the way they did that. How did they get birds to actually, like, attack people? Did they put, like, bread in everyone's pockets? I'm sure in, in some scenes there's some very bad, badly done mat work where right. there's just them sort of pantomiming birds, you know, birds running, you know, flying around mm-hmm. the, the Well, and room. sometimes it's, like, fake birds where they're thrashing around trying to get out because, you know, safety issues, you actually don't want yeah, birds to be attacking you can't have an 18-inch tall crow actually <laughs> poking out your head. Right, right. But sometimes it was it was either very good special effects, which I'm really doubting, or it's really like crows getting at you know, stunt performers, maybe. Yeah. Let's see. Did you know this is Tippi Hedren's, that was Melanie, the main character. It's uh, Tippi Hedren's first credited role ever. I did not know that. The the woman in green. The, yes, yes. Because I don't ever remember anyone's name. And Right. <laughs> well, and they were very kind to her. Yes. Sorry to interrupt. They were very kind to her as far as that lighting was concerned. She had that those nice soft lights. Uh-huh. Everyone else had hard lights on them. Uh-huh. She was the only one. That's why I, I was figuring as the movie was progressing, I'm like, oh, is she the only one who's going to like survive this? Because... We're supposed to like her more because she's has the softest light. Yeah. Everyone else looks sweaty and has uh-huh. harsh light. Anyway. Can we also talk about, I mean, this kind of goes back to the stalking thing, but can we also talk about how people just randomly give out information to strangers? Like, excuse me, can you tell me the Brenner girl's first name? And it's like, oh, well, yeah, go down to the school and they'll tell you. And like, the what school do you, teacher will tell you. Yeah, like, what is that... I mean, I know this was a different time in a small town, and 
you know, that sort of thing happens. But still, you have some strange lady coming to ask about a kid. That might set up a, a warning flag, I'm thinking. It would seem, like, aren't aren't smaller communities supposed to be wary of outsiders? You would think, yeah. Because she's clearly a stranger, and they're just giving, yeah. And helping her, like, the... The uh, the clerk, he seemed to be the owner, too, of that shop who was, like, spent all this time and, like, yeah, you can use my phone. Uh-huh. And she never bought anything. Right. Like, he wouldn't even let her pay for the calls. Yeah. Which is something that would be different with today's technology. Who pays for phone calls? Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, the idea of, like, pay for a phone call. Isn't every phone just free now? <laughs> like, what, what are we doing? You pay for it once a month. <laughs> So there were lots of quiet moments in this movie. That's not something I expected. I didn't expect so many different varieties of birds. Oh, you thought it would be like Attack of the Grackles or something? Yeah, I thought that we'd have our signature bird. Right. (laughs) Um, For people not in Texas who are listening, grackles are the bane of our existence. They're blackbirds that just, they swarm everywhere. And they're very evil. Yeah. They're mean. They they are. They're mean. They always look like they've gotten into some horrible fight with each other. Right. What about that time you saw one smoking a cigarette? I swear. I swear. I saw a grackle. It was in between two cars. I was walking to my car. I was just about to get in. And it was the, the grackle was poking at some trash with its little beak. You know, sees me. And then just... Picks up a cigarette butt and hops away. It was a cigarette butt. He's like, ah, you'll never catch me, coppers. Maybe he had a rough day. He just needed a smoke. <laughs> I suppose so. So, yeah. If there was a cigarette smoking grackle in this <laughs> in this movie, I, might have ga- I may have given it five stars. Okay. <laughs> but, but, but here we are. So let's see. We've already sort of talked about the um, the stalker, but she just walked into a stranger's house. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, I, I, I feel like maybe I'm harping at it, on it at this point. But it, I wrote this down. Is she the real monster of this movie? Yeah, yeah, she's really <laughs> creepy. And something that I wrote down is, wouldn't Mitch have a home alarm system in this day and age? She wouldn't have been able... Sort of a today's technology kind of thing. Right. Then that wouldn't have been able to happen. That's absolutely right. So, the let's talk about the Bechdel test. I was predicting that no, I was going to confidently say no Hitchcock movie has ever passed the Bechdel test because I just figure why would he do that? Well, I was very surprised because um, it does pass. They talk about. Um, Basically, Mitch is the only main male character. That's the true. other main characters are Melanie Daniels, who's Tippi Hedren, um, Annie Hayworth, who's the teacher, Lydia Brenner, who's the mom, and then um, uh, Kathy Brenner, who's the little girl. That's the girl, yeah. And so, um, okay, so even just thinking off the top of my head, when um, Kathy invites Melanie to her birthday party. That yeah. would that would pass, right? But there's a there's a lot of conversations. I mean, they talk a, about Mitch a lot. There's a long conversation, and they yeah, you're 
like you're saying, and there's that long conversation where it's just the two the two main adult female characters talking to each other, mm-hmm. and and it's just it's just those two, and they yeah they talk about a lot, and it's and it's not just Mitch, right. Um, so yeah, it does pass. I've been pleasantly surprised that I believe every movie we've watched so far has passed. That's true. I'm I'm really surprised because especially the older ones. Yeah, you know? yeah, true. Um, so pop culture references you now understand. I'm really curious if Melanie trapped in the phone booth explained anything to you or if you knew that was coming. I've seen that in, like, I love documentaries, and so I've seen that in a documentary about, you know, the history of movies. So you were prepared. I, yeah, I, I, I knew that was a, I knew that was a thing that was coming up. But actually, there's a, you sent that, uh, that YouTube clip of a, oh, of right. a thing from, from, uh, from an old Simpsons uh, TV show. Which we're going to link to in our blog on our website. Right. Um, it's very visual or else we play a clip of it right here. But it's... Um, Homer goes to pick up Maggie from the nursery. And all of the all of the babies are are sucking on their pacifiers, and it kind of sounds like the birds. It's very loud, cooing or there's, whatever they do. There's moments in the birds, in the movie, the birds where the birds are like everywhere. They're not attacking yet, but they're on every every flat surface, yes. every clothesline. Yes. And so there's a gym filled with babies. And I didn't even not... know there were that many babies in Springfield. <laughs> they're not. The babies aren't freaking out yet, but they're on every surface. And they're just, you know, very loudly sucking on their pacifiers. <laughs> and I, that episode came out a million years ago. I think it, from the sound of Homer's voice, I'm going to say it was it maybe was the first early. season. Pretty early, yeah. But when I saw it, I just probably thought, oh, this is just an absurd. This is just oh, an absurd I thing. See. Yeah. It, it would have had to have been something that I... Anyway... It's one of those things where you had to have seen the movie to get that to get mm-hmm. that reference. Any other references? Uh, no. So, how would the movie be different with today's technology? I have a few thoughts on that. How about you? Well, she wouldn't have to be. It's way easier to stalk people online now. So if I was about to, to say, yeah. That whole scene could have been cut. And she by could the way, have just looked to see if he had checked in <laughs> to, on Facebook to the pet store. <laughs> And then she would, you know, look at his profile, see how cute he is. Does he have a girlfriend? Yeah. You know. So we could have cut out a half an hour out of that movie, which is desperately needed. Yes. Yes. It's two hours long. Did we say that? I don't know. Yeah. Two hours is too long for this movie. I believe. Um, I also mentioned earlier, Mitch would have had a home alarm system. She wouldn't have been able to just sneak into his house. Right. And I'm wondering, would it have been better for her to go across the lake in a jet ski, which I'm sure they probably didn't. Maybe they had them in 1963. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, But that would be louder. Like, she's trying to go surreptitiously. So maybe that wouldn't have worked. (laughs) And then, like, the last thing I had written down is um, Melanie wouldn't have been able to escape to a phone booth. Because there's, no, way, phone there's no phone booths. That's true. So 
Um, but they also, you don't see a whole lot of convertibles these days, too, so they wouldn't have had to worry about, oh, we better put the top up and, like, latch it and everything, so the cars might be a little safer than they were then. Could be. I'm, I don't know if technology would be able to save them as far as the bird attacks. I mean, maybe you could Google, how do I get birds to leave me alone? Right. <laughs> but, you know, like here in Austin, Texas, USA, yes. um, we have a large population of Mexican freetail bats that um, migrate through here every year. And um, they there's are millions. Is it yeah, millions there's or a million that live under the a single bridge. I believe downtown? it's multiple millions. Mm. But um, so they they get picked up on the radar quite frequently. It looks like it's raining, but really it's just the bats leaving underneath the bridge where they where they um, stay while they're here. Um, so I'm wondering, like, is that something they could could have used or could use now? Like, okay, we see the birds are moving in this area. You know what I mean? Avoid the area. They're might or they're <laughs> they're on the loose. <laughs> I'm surprised no one had had guns. I'm, I'm surprised there wasn't more guns in this movie. Because if you had a shotgun, I mean, obviously they had shotguns then, right? So I'm not saying it's a, a but, today's technology thing. But why? Yeah, why not just start blowing birds out of the sky? Well, I mean, shotguns only have, like, a finite number of bullets, and, I mean, there were... Well, there's shells. A lot of... Sorry. A finite number of shells. And there were thousands of birds there. I mean, how are you going to pick which six you're going to take out? Or I don't even know how many shells a shotgun holds. Two? Um, well, it depends. There is... Uh, typically, if it's a double-barrel shotgun, then you can put uh, two in. But there is a, um, I'm sure there's a gun, if there's a gun person listening to this and they're shouting the name of this. I'm it, sure my brother is like, how do you not know this? <laughs> it's essentially like an automatic, like it, it'll let you, um, it'll let you fire shell after shell of, um, from a shotgun. It's a, it's a more, it's not fully automatic anyway. But even if you did just have a... <laughs> a double-barreled shotgun and you just blew a bunch of birds in front of you and yeah it's not going to save you but isn't going to make the other birds think well, let's get away from this person with this fire breathing <laughs> i don't know are the birds that intelligent well birds are pretty intelligent i shouldn't yeah they I use shouldn't say so they fast. smoke cigarettes yeah exactly <laughs> that's or <laughs> well maybe that's not so smart to smoke this, cigarettes. i mean <laughs> More research is needed in that area. That's true. So I don't have anything else to discuss, do you? I do not. So um, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and also on the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network at CosmicPotato.com. Episode transcripts and links to what we talked about, like that Simpsons clip, are available on our website at WaitYou'veNeverSeen.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter under WaitYNS, and you can email us at WaitYou'veNeverSeen at gmail.com. Leave us some feedback and let us know what that shotgun is called, and if you have any suggestions <laughs> for movies we should watch. That's our show for today. Next time we'll be watching Beetlejuice. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>